Okay, we're holding Be'ezus Hashem Shabbos Daf Yud Ches Omud Beis by the two dots, and we're quoting the Mishnah that Be'shamei Oimim Ein Moichim. Then he's talking about Be'shamei Held. You're not allowed to sell to a guy or load up or unload from his animals unless he reaches a close place. And Be'shilol said it's mutter. Says the Gemara. Tana Rabbanon. Be'shamei Oimim Lo Yimka Odom Chetzal Anachui. Be'shamei Held. You're not allowed to sell an item to a guy. V'lo Yashilenu. You're not allowed to lend it to him. You're not allowed to also lend it to him. Different types. One, you're going to get it back. One, you're not going to get it back. You're not going to give him a present. As long as there's enough time on Erev Shabbos, when you're giving it to him, when you're selling it to him, for him to reach his home. As we said, the reason over here is, uh, in fact, what are we talking about here? We're talking about a chayfetz that does not perform a malacha. Because if it's a chayfetz that performs a malacha, then even according to Beishamah, it's anyway also because of Shvisas Kalim, as we said before. So we're talking about something like a beggar. You're giving him a piece of clothing that's not performing any malacha on Shabbos. So the issue over here is Pashtas, it's Hitzah, or like Tosas that we mentioned, the last Tosas on the Daf over here, the last three words, the Nira Kishluchai, and therefore if you give it to him with not enough time for him to reach his home, it looks like he's being your shliach, and therefore people are going to think that that's what you caused, it was a goy to do a shliach, which is a shaila when we get to Allah of Amir Akum, that Rashi says, Yeshlichas Lagoy, whatever it is. I'll go upon him. That is the reason that Bishamah says you're not allowed to do it close to Shabbos. U Beisilaloimim. Beisilaloimim say, no, no problem. You're allowed to do that. Kedeshe Gila Beisilaloimim. As long as, says Beisilaloimim, there's enough time for him, when you've given it to him, sell it to him, to the goy, to get to the closest house in the city that he lives, then it's no problem. No, it's no problem. Because he could have left the chayfits there. That means, according, even according to Beis Hillel, it's going to be also to give it to him on Shabbos. That's also, says the Ritva, because of Marizayin. But here we're talking about every Shabbos. According to Beis Hillel, as long as he can reach his town, where he lives, the first house, that's good enough. That's good enough. It's enough time to give it to him every Shabbos. If he cannot, then even Beis Hillel will say it's also in that case. Rabbi Kiva, even more makele. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva holds you allowed to give it to him as long as there's enough time in every Shabbos that he will leave the house of the Yid. The Imam gave him a few moments before Shkia. It's the same thing. Rabbi Kiva was not coming to argue on Beisela, which is what it sounded like. Rather, he was coming to explain Pshat in Beisela, that even Beisela allow the guy to get the item as long as there's enough time to leave the house of the yid, and therefore that's fine. Toner abundance is the Gomavite by Shamaimim. Layimka Odom Chemtsai, Lunachuya, in Yonitimir by Seervish Hedish Nissan. We're talking about Promets on Pesach, getting rid of it. Beautiful. So, Bishamah held you're not allowed to sell. Chomets to a goy before Pesach, and him can your day by Shiach like Kodim Pesach. Unless you know that he, the goy will finish it before Pesach, because once it comes uh, to that time, then the person has to be careful to make sure that that chomets is not in existence. Divrei base Shamai. Interesting. The Rosh in fact erases those words Divrei base Shamai because it says Tanur Abanan base Shamai Yomim. But look upon him. Oh, base Yomim. Base say Kolzman Shemutol Aichoy Mutol Amarchoy. And that's how we pass it. That as long as you're allowed to eat chomets, which is all the way until Erev Pesach, the fifth hour, so then you're allowed to sell it to a goy. Rabbi Yehuda, as we turn the page, you test some at Aleph. 
Kutach Habavli. Kutach Habavli, you know this from the Mishnayis and Mesechtas Psochim. There was a type of dip that was made from uh, milk and cheese and pieces of bread and salt. V'chomini Kutach, and anything like this, which we know would last for a very long time. So therefore, if you give them to a goy, sell them to a goy, it would last in his house and for a very long time because they had preservatives and therefore they wouldn't get finished quickly. So then, Osalim Koshloshim Mekadim Pesach. 30 days before Yom Tov, you're not allowed to sell it or give it to a goy in that case because you know it could last for a very long time and 30 days comes obviously because that's when they darsh in Hilchus Pesach and that's when all the Chiyovim of Pesach already begin Badikas Chomets and all the other things that we know from the Halachas of Hilchus Pesach begin in that case and Rabbi Yehuda, who said this, obviously is passing like Beishamai, that holds that the Chomets has to be finished before Pesach, and from 30 days is Chal Dechiv of Biru, as Rashi does of Zemsochim Chofalaf, and therefore that's the reason why a person has to be very careful what he gives to a guy. Tony Rabbanon. And Rabbi said this, this omelet over here is full, 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 full with Hilchah Shabbos. I would love to do some justice to it, but that will take us hours to go through all the different simonim and Shulchan Aruch and Chene Gimel about how to explain different things, but we'll try to mention a couple of them. Tony Rabbanon. You're allowed to give food to a dog in a courtyard. If he eats it there, that's the best. But if he takes it and puts it and takes it out somewhere else, it's not your concern. You don't have to stop him. You're allowed to give food for a goy in a chatzor on Shabbos, not Leviyotza, but if the goy comes along and takes it and puts it somewhere else and takes it somewhere else, you don't have to worry, it's not your problem, right? Even though it's best for him to eat it right there, but you don't have to worry if he takes it somewhere else. That's the Gemara Sulamali. Why on earth did it tell us the second din? We know that already. It's the same thing as a dog. I would have thought. I mean, by the case of a dog, it's the the the, the, the food is Romila, meaning it's your Achrayas. It's your Achrayas to feed him that cake. And it's interesting, even we're talking about over here, says the Me'iri Bishen the Goin, that we're talking about a Kelev She'en It's not even your dog. If it's your dog, it's your animal, then of course you have to feed your animal, even before you eat. But we're talking about a dog that does not belong to you, but still, Mazoy Noisov of the dog is on you. As it says in the Pasuk, the Kelev Tashlich Noisoi, and the Schar, also negated to Pesach Mitzrayim, when we left Mitzrayim, Le'yechot's Kelev Le'shoinoi, and therefore every dog is our Christ to feed. If that's the case, therefore, um, I would have thought that of a dog, it's Romeo it's my, my, it's my, my, uh, my, uh, achrayas, and therefore good, that, that's why. Maybe it's also to give it to him if he's gonna take it out somewhere else, maybe if you're not allowed to give it to him even if he doesn't, cause maybe he will. Kamash Malon, no, you're allowed to give it to him, and if he takes it out, that's not my problem. So, just, I gave them a ganavom, and some shinchav dalut, says, that the dog is different than any other animal, because the dog is mutalolov, because just like the Rabboni Shalom had Rachmanus, so we also have the Rachmanus, and therefore, as we said, from the Meiri, it's even a dog that does not belong to you, and therefore, Allah Hanamaisa, you are allowed to feel, feed any dog on food on Shabbos, even in the Moganavom, in Shinches, brings a machlekes about this, but Allah Hanamaisa, you are allowed, it doesn't apply to every animal, your animal obviously allowed to feed on Shabbos, because it's Mizanis Halev, but if it's not, then you're not. Says the Gemara Vaita, Tanabon. This has so many ramifications. Allah is giving cars and giving dry cleaners, fixing all sorts of things. Unbelievable amount. Right? A person is not allowed to rent his kalim to a goy on Erev Shabbos. Obviously, that means that the goy is going to be doing a melacha with those kalim, as Rashi points out, on Shabbos. And the reason for this is because it looks like you're doing it L'Tzorech Shabbos. Tosfus brings that the pshat is 
that we're worried over here about Sechar Shabbos. That's what Tosfus says over here. Tosfus lo yaski. We're worried about Sechar Shabbos. Sechar Shabbos we know is an iser for a person to pay or get paid on Shabbos. It's often shy about renting cars and hotels and doing work and charging for mikvahs. All sorts of alochas that could mean a geya. I would love to write a little booklet on that to add that to the Pokal Alocha series. But Ezra Shem, if I find a sponsor for that, but Ezra Shem will do that. But Akhaponim, that's what Tosfus says is the iser of, of, of giving your kelim to a goy on Shabbos. Reviv chamishimota. But on Wednesday and Thursday, there's no problem. It's only Dafka Nev Shabbos, as the, as the Gemara tells us. Kiyotzebo is similar to this. Ein Mishalchin Igros Biyad Nochri Be'er Shabbos. Don't send letters with a goy on Erev Shabbos. Revi Chamishimota. But on Wednesday and Thursday, it's fine. Omolova Rabbi Yosia Koyin. Omolova Rabbi Yosia Chosi Shalai Nimsa Kosav Yad Biyad Nochri Ma'olam. Tonu Abonon. Let's discuss that. Ein Mishalchin Igros Biyad Nochri Be'er Shabbos. Don't send a letter with a goy on Erev Shabbos. Postal service. The mail. And a imkin unless you give him an exact amount, and it's not getting paid per thing, he gets paid to, for, for the day of, le- of of doing letters, whatever it may be. You give him a certain amount for the shlichus, and therefore what we consider that to be, without getting into all the details, is that the guy is doing it for himself. He's not doing specifically for the letter and for you, it's because he wants to make his money, you're giving him a specific thing, he's doing it, working on Shabbos for himself, he could do it on Thursday also, but he's doing it for himself, and therefore that's why it's mut, no, you're only allowed to give it to him if there's enough time on the Erev Shabbos for him to get back to his house. As we said before, the first uh, house in the city in which he lives. What do you mean? It was the problem. Once you cotsats with him an amount, it's in and There's no problem whatsoever. And therefore, according to Beis Hillel, you're allowed to give it to him in any case. So what's all the conditions that we just said? No, we mean like this. This is what the Baisi means. If you didn't do a katsitsa, meaning you didn't set a specific price on what he's doing, then, then the machloik is of how quick you have to give it to him, how much before Shabbos you have to be careful that he gets to where he gets to. Fed the Gemara one second. It's said in the Reisha, do not send a letter with a goy bechlal, unless you are katsas with them. That if you are not katsas with them, then it's osa, even if you can get to the first house. So what do you just answer me before? No. If you didn't cut us, then there's a machlik is Bisham Basil. So Mash on the Bray said if you didn't do Gatisa, then it's Osa in Gansan in every case. Says the Mwale Kasha, Hadu Kvi Baidoi Bamasa, Vadulai Kvi Baidoi Bamasa. So this shall exactly what this means, Baidoi Bamasa. Um, for example, uh, Rashi learned to chat is that, that the address is a known address, and therefore it's going to get there. We're not worried. Mashenkin, if it's not known, we're not worried. About, we're worried it's not going to get there. And they have to start looking for it and finding it. It's a whole business. Mashenkin, um, the other is showing them on this way. They learn it's talking about a post office and all sorts of things, and therefore all the post the, the letters reach the post office. They reach over there and they go from there. And if it's not near a kishlucha in that case, I go from here is the whole shaila about if you're allowed to send things on a you know one day thing. If you're allowed to order something on Amazon. Or anything some that you're talking about Amazon Prime that arrives on Shabbos, you 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 you're ordering it on Friday and you know for sure you Amazon Prime it's going to arrive on Shabbos Kodesh. Are you allowed to do that? Because then when you get a delivery, it looks like you basically ordered that to happen. So that's Mamish not Parshat. Could be you're not allowed to accept deliveries in that case. We're not gonna go into all the details of the Shilas, everyone should ask a local Orthodox rabbi if it becomes the gear. Tony Rabbanon. Let's go right to also a beautiful sugi, this one. Ein mafligim besfina pochas mishlesha yom in kodim You're not allowed to go on a boat 
three days before Shabbos. When is this? That's if you're going stam on a cruise, enjoying yourself. If you're going for Panasa, if you're going to go you're going to make Panasa, Shabbatami, then you're even allowed to go within three days. You should really tell the driver, you should tell the, the boat to make sure, please, to shop, stop on Shabbos. But if he doesn't, then it's okay. Meaning, it's not a problem. Meaning, even if you, you make up with him that he will, and he says, yeah, 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 but Amaisi doesn't, you don't have to worry about anything in that case. Um, Vaita. Alright. The Shukhanorach and Reishim Ches at the beginning goes through this whole Indian over here. Um, exactly. La Loch and Amaisi brings down exactly the Loch and which just says, Divrei Rebbe. No, you don't even have to tell him to stop but if you're going to from one place to another place which the distance between them is only one day as Rashi learns which the Me'iri says the reason is because you can return within the day that's how the Me'iri learns then in Be'er Shabbos it is motor. let's just discuss this for a moment what exactly is the Islam going on the boat so the Mishnabur in the beginning of Vashon Ches has a whole Agdoma to explain Pshat have a look over there Toysus over here says the reason over here is the Xeria is you're going to start swimming and the Xeria you're going to build a raft says the Mishabura according to Toysus so what's three days got to do with it says the Mishabura Pshat and Toysus must be three days is already a hacker that a person understands that he's not allowed to do it and therefore once you go three days before we're not worried that a person is going to build the raft Rabbi Nechananel says the Xeria over here is a person who's going to go Chutz Latchum which the Mishnabura says three days before Shabbos there's no Isra of Chutz Latchum there's a Ramban there's a rift that talks about getting sick and you're going to be Mavakal Oinik Shabbos and therefore three days already gives a person Regilis you're used to it already and therefore there's no problem in that case beautiful says the Gemara turn around don't stop making a war on the goyim. Three less than three days before Shabbos Kodesh. Okay. Um, again, the reason over here is, as the riff explains, is because of the pacha the person not going to be able to eat, and therefore he's going to be battle on, as the riff said previous in the previous figure as well, on the oinig shabbat as well. The balamor has a different pshat, and he wants to tiny that you can't start a war without chel shabbat. And three days before, a person has to be careful not to chel shabbat. That's why there's all the halachas of going into scheduling operations and scheduling uh, uh, even giving birth and all these sorts of things three days before shabbat because it's going to cause a person to mechal shabbat because you're allowed to mechal shabbat in a situation. Like this, but why schedule it in that way? So that's where it all comes from. That's how the rift about Amar and I'm chatting the sugya. Then it's chilo, but if obviously if you already started the war, aim of seeking, you're not going to start the war. You're not going to stop the war in the middle, even on Shabbos. Chenai b'shamayomim, ad winter afidu b'shabbos, even if until you finish them off completely, even on Shabbos kodesh. Oma Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel noigin hayu. Remember, he said in our house, in our father's house, they used to give the whitewash to the goy three days before Shabbos. Right? Machma, we talked about Machma Beishamai. Tanya, Omer Rabbi Tzadik, Karchoyim in Hagesh Shel Base. They would give all their white clothing. We explained this previously, if you remember, in the Mishnah, that white clothing take longer, more tircha, to clean than dark clothing. And therefore, it's more of a tircha. So they used to give it even earlier, because it took them more time to do, because they wanted to have enough time than to clean it before Shabbos. Utsavuim, but colored garments, they would give it even on every Shabbos. From their words, said Reb Tzodik, what do we learn? That it is harder to clean white than colored. My nafkamina, thank you for telling us the halachas and the inyanim of washing. What's the nafkamina? So the first explain the nafkamina is how much you pay. 
In other words, you should pay more on white clothing than dark clothing simply because it takes longer. He would give all he would give his clothing, his, his, his color clothing, to the laundry, to the person who washed it. How, how much money do you want from me? Whatever, whatever you paid me for the white clothing. <laughs> you better than you, because they already told us that white clothing is much more expensive, and don't tell me you're charging the same amount of clothing, the, the same amount that you charge for the white, than the darks, because the darks are much quicker, much easier. A person that gives begodim to the dry cleaners, to the cleaner. Make sure you measure it before, and make sure you measure it when you get it back. The eat they, because if it is bigger than when they give it, when you gave it to them, what's going to happen is, is that obviously the kovis, the washer, is being mafsed, he's making me lose out. But if it's shorter now when I get it back, then it comes out that the kovis is being mafsed in, because it gets much shorter than that, and therefore I will not be able to uh, use it because it get, obviously got shorter, it shrank in the hot wash. We said that both agree when it comes to the hagas that the kovis misabash allowed to put it into the press. And we said the reason is because it's already crushed before. Why do we say on all the other cases beshama were goza? You're not allowed to start the melacha on erev shabbos in order that it doesn't continue on shabbos. So why in these cases of the gule beshabas and the agas and the kovis beshabad that they weren't goza? Why did they allow you to put the Zaysim in their Novim on Erev Shabbos, then what do you mean? They're going to be continuing to be squeezed on Shabbos. It should fit into every other thing in the Mishnah that they were Geyser. Says the Gemara, I'll tell you why. All the rest, I think we spoke this out in the Mishnah, all the rest, if you would have done them on Shabbos, you'd be Chayv Chathos. Therefore, B'Shamah will go on Erev Shabbos, but these two, the Ovid Lubi Shabbos, if you would do them even on Shabbos, with the Zaysen Vanovim, with the Olives and the Grapes, you'd never be Chayv Chathos. They were not going on such a case on Erev Shabbos. Mantana to Chomidi to Osim, Mimela Shabbatomi. Who is the town of the Mishnah that holds that any mashka that's nishat me'elov, anything that's called mashkin shazovu, right? Shochanoch or chayim simen shenchof. Mashkin shazovu means the liquid that comes up by itself. Shapedomi, you're allowed to put it in on Er Shabbos to, to for it to come up by itself. Omer of Yosi, Baruchanina, Rabbi Shmuel. He must be cheated. Rabbi Shmuel, the snan hashum the garlic ba'boisa, which basically is basically unripe grapes. They used to use it to dip, like Rashi says, things in. Vahamalilois, right, the Shibolim again, that haven't fully reached their uh, full ripeness, which again, Rashi explains, they would crush them and put them on stones, and therefore they would come out and dip things in it. Shuriskon me'erabiboyjoim, they used to sort of crush it up on Erev Shabbos to get the liquid. yigma. You're allowed to put them into Kalim right before Shabbos and let them continue on Shabbos. Mishetakshach, and that the gin liquid would come out when it gets dark. Rabbi Kiva Rabbi Kiva says, La Yigmar. You're not allowed to put the weights on it on Erev Shabbos and allow it to come out on Shabbos, and therefore it must be it's our sheet of our Mishnah's Rabbi Shmuel. Right up. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Rabbi says, No, he's Chodek and he holds up the Mishnah's Rabbi Lezo. He the Tnan, as the Mishnah says, Chaloy is Tavash, right? These Hanikom, Shuiskam, Erev Shabbos, that you crushed up Erev Shabbos, Vyatsman, and the, 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 um, the, 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 the honey. 
still continues to come out on Shabbos, also, in order to eat them on Shabbos, there's a gzera. again, we'll talk about it more by Rechaz, when we discuss the halachas of, of Shita and Dosh, and Simen Shinchov, but the halacha is anything, Mashkin Shazora that comes out, you're not allowed to have that liquid, you're not allowed to eat that liquid on Shabbos, why? It's gzera. maybe you'll come to crush yourselves, Rebelev, so Matthew Rebelev says, no problem, the honey is muta, there's no problem of Shem Shema Yiskait on Shabbos, so it comes out over here, that even if you do it, it wouldn't be an Issa Daraisa, because the Vash comes out by itself. That's the reason why in our Mishnah we said you're allowed to put the Zesivan of him under the Kaira, under the, this special, uh, this, this beam, this very, very heavy stone, no problem. Because even if you do it on Shabbos, it wouldn't be an Issa Daraisa. So why didn't he go like him? Who do you no, the reason is because originally the dvash, the honey inside the chalice, inside the honeycomb, was considered to be an oichel. Okay, it's an interesting exactly what this exactly means. The oichel, the ritva over here is a whole It doesn't mean oichel mamish, obviously, but it means it's korovli as oichel, as oishtetin ritva. And also at the end, even when it's squeezed, so to speak, it's considered to be an oichel, and therefore the schit is only midrabonon, and they allowed it to come out on Shabbos itself. But the case of the Zez by the olives and the grapes, originally it's a good din of an oichel, and after you squeeze it, it's got a din of a mashka, and therefore that's why you cannot partake from the liquid that came out even by itself. No, even you're allowed to put them in an air of Shabbos. He bought this Mishnah. That was Rissik. We'll discuss in a moment the difference of the Lashonis. On air of Shabbos. And the mashka comes out by itself on Shabbos. You're not allowed to drink that on Shabbos. He never heard this price, he never knew this price, and never, he never understood it. Never said it. And if our mission is talking about that, would be small, that holds you allowed to put Shum and all these things on Shabbos. So why? Why, and uh, why, why did he hold his, way his way? He says, the Gemara, Amalacha, Lab Itmolod, do we not learn this? Omer Rava, Omer Rava, Bachanina, Omer Rav Yechanan. And this is a very important idea. I'm just going to give you a little bit of a Hagodom of which the Ritva over here spells out, which the Be'alacha, Paskas, Dalacha, and Maisa. Now, there are three Darugas in crushing. The lightest Daruga, the lightest meaning it does the least amount of crushing, is Risuk. After that, the second Daruga is Dicha. And then the most Chomosh Chika, which is Mamish grinding it into a pulp. So it's the Gemara like this. If it's mission dicha, dicha we said is the middle stage. The kolamaloi pligi that even Rabbi Shmuel is maskim that if it's not dochu yet, then you're not allowed. Right, uh, you only did risuk, which is the first madrega. Then it's also even under the mishkal on Shabbos because it's considered to be doing something also on Shabbos. Klibigi, what's the machrikz Rabbi Shmuel lechachomim mechusorin shchika? If it's missing the last madrega, which is the real grinding for haninami. Also, these days of our in the Mishnah we're discussing mechusorin dicha damu. We're talking about they're missing the Dicha, which as we said again, Dicha is the middle stage, and therefore even according to Rabbi Shmuel, also to put it under in. Hayru Rabbi Yosef Achaninek, Rabbi Shmuel, he passed over there, that you're allowed to put into be Goma, to finish the Shkika on Shabbos, and that's why it's no problem. Now let's go into a sugya of Ochos Mokta. It's a small sugya. Obviously, Mokta is discussed a lot in the Masechta, but we'll discuss it in a small way of an hour, but we're not going to explain too much. Shemen Shel Badodin. Right, the oil that's again that's left over in this base abad of the presses 
it is mukta. Umakatsolos shel badodim. These are makatsolos of the mats. They used to cover the olives. These are things that they set aside. Mukta generally means hukta. It was set aside, and therefore you cannot touch it. Rav Osa. Rav said it's Osa to matalton on Shabbos because he holds with Yehuda, and Rebbe is very machmin mukta. Shmuel Shavi. Shmuel holds it's mutter matalton because Shmuel holds it with Shimon. Again, we'll discuss this all by weeks later in the Masechta. That holds it's mutter. There's no really mukta on Shabbos. Hani karech dezugi dezuzi. These uh, pair of like these these weights that go down, they push down, and they cover down the schayr in a boat. Rav also v'shmol shari. Rav holds it's mukta, there's no mukta, and v'shmol holds, uh, I'm sorry, Rav holds it's also, there is mukta, it's not allowed to touch them, and v'shmol shari. And again, the, the idea basically of all these things, things, anything that you put away to the side that you don't want anyone to touch, is getting mukta. It's the same idea if someone in his house has a store of clothing. He doesn't want any of the kids to touch the clothing because he wants to sell them. Those clothing actually become mukta. Omer of Nachman, Ez the Chalva. So if you have an Ez, for example, that the reason that you're keeping this is for the milk. And the Rochel is for the Giza. The town of Golis the Beit Sasa and the town of Golis that you have for the Beitzah in order for the Beitzim the Sorid Ridoi and you have the, the, all these Shvarim in order for Chavisha for plowing the Samrei Deiska and you have these Tamarim in order to to, to, to to take them from place to place to sell them all of these things you're keeping for a purpose in order to sell Rav Osa Rav holds its Osa in order to do anything even on Yom not to Shech them because again they're Mokta because you, you, you kept them on the side for that purpose Obviously, the machlokes over here is the same machlokes with Huda and Bishemen. Again, Rav holds it with Huda. That's Machme in Muktzah. Shmuel holds it with Bishemen. That's Meikel in Muktzah. Vaita. Hahuta Muda the Ori Becharuto the Arges. There was a Talmud that lived in a certain place. Becharuto the Arges. The reason for that is. Like well, she explains, is because he lived in a place where there were all sorts of magic of a guy called Argiz, and Rav Nuna lived over there, and that's where he died, with Rabbi Shimon, and Shamte, they put him in Chayim, and he used to pass like Rabbi Shimon, who was very makele mukta, and they put him in Chayim, and Shamte, Rav Nuna, Rav Nuna put him in Chayim, ah, but Rabbi Shimon, Svirulon, uh, what do you mean? Why they put him in Chayim? He passed like Rabbi Shimon, but asked to Rav of it, no, because he was in a place like Rav, Rav like, who passed like Rabbi Yehuda, like he didn't have to do this, there's no reason for to pass like Rabbi Shimon. One last thing, Hani Trit Hamidei, Chad Matzel, um, and there was a delay, there was a fire, and he used to save a lot of food and drink before it got ruined by the fire. Bachad Mona in one kli. Bachad Matzel, and one of the came used to, one of the people used to save it in many, many different kalim. The Kamilke Buzzer Durabah Ravzad Durabahunna, which again is a sugar that we later on, if you're allowed to do that, Ba'ezashem tomorrow, we shall continue with the Mishnah.